Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the V Report. I am your host, Venora Lewis, also known as Nora Natish. On today's episode, I am going to give you guys what's going on in the NBA, what's the little updates and things that have been making some moves over there. I'm going to tell you about what's going on in the MLB because y'all, mm, I don't know. And I, you guys already know that soccer's back. And I'm going to talk a little bit about some, you know, my Korean baseball to keep you guys updated because someone got to. And I'm going to like slightly mention my love for love and basketball. That's unrelated, but I'm just going to mention it anyway. <laughs> so let's dive in. So the NBA has been over the headlines for the past few days. Everybody was excited about the fact that basketball is coming back. It's supposed to be back in July. Everybody was really, really excited about it. However, there's been a few different opinions lately, and the vibe of basketball is a little bit shift now. Because once, when basketball left us in March, I don't know about y'all, but me, I felt like I was dumped. <laughs> I was, I wasn't, I didn't see it coming. And when it came, I was just like, wow, we really don't have basketball no more. It's like, what am I supposed to do? And then they let me just watch people play 2K on ESPN. I don't know about y'all. But that was the most frustrating thing to ever watch for me. I'm just like, I'm not trying to watch people play 2K. I'm trying to watch them out there and go out and ball. And I'm sick of this. And then from there, we got the amazing Michael Jordan. I'm sorry, Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan documentary that was a 10-part doc series about uh, The Last Dance, which really just put me back into my basketball vibe. It showed me, really again, why I love basketball so much because... Everything that Jordan did and his his finesse and his behavior, just like I just saw it trickle down into like Kobe and AI, uh, LeBron James, and you know my boy Russell Westbrook. So that that gave me some hope. And after that, I was just like, okay, well, that was you know a good period of time of just having dogs. And then I was blank again. I lost all over again. It's kind of like when you're breaking up with somebody, the original dump, you're like, dang, I'm really jammed up out here. And then you just like lay around. Then you go out, start going out with your girls and your homeboys are hanging out. And then you realize, dang, I miss them all over again. That's what the NBA did to me this year. That's what it was. It was like, oh, great relationship, breakup. Oh, post breakup nonsense. But then they made an announcement saying, let's try again. <laughs> and they were saying they're going to bring basketball back in July. And I was just like, yes, let's do it again. So the NBA has different um, regulations of how they're going to do things for, with the coronavirus. So the NBA players have until June 24th to inform their team whether they they plan to, plan to participate. So these players can decide if they want to play or not, which I was really shocked about. I was like, wow, I know most players would. But then, um, a few things happened this week. Well, last week and this week. Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard made very powerful statements. 
they believe that they would use their platform um, to to address social injustice and address what's going on in our current um, racial pandemic by not playing. They said by not playing, we're making a bigger statement. For me, and everything that's been going on with this, I call it a racial pandemic because it's been building up and now it's here. And unfortunately, it's not ending because until things are changed, why should it? Like, why should um, African Americans and brown, uh, brown Americans be treated less than over and over again and think it's supposed to be okay? So I'm all for this. Um, I'm all for the protesting. I'm all for making changes, with, especially with the police department, because that's where it's in there. It's the issues are there. And I'm really, I'm not against what they're saying at all. I actually, I commend them because it's, it takes a lot to step, step up and be out there and say how you feel and how you truly are and what you believe in. Like, I, um, I don't want to cross the reference to Colin Kaepernick, but the same thing. When Colin took that knee and we sat out the anthem the first day, he knew this was going to create something. It was going to, all means going to focus on why is he sitting. And then when he learned about the sitting and how he should kneel, he learned to kneel. Then everyone was like, why is he kneeling? You know, he said it over and over again why he was. But I will get back to Colin Kaepernick a little later, later on in this segment. I'm sorry, the next segment. But I feel like Kyrie and Dwight are making huge, huge sacrifices that are just noble. And it definitely, it brightened my heart when I heard that. Because I would, if I could have done the same, I would have done the same. If I was in the NBA, well, no, it would be in the NBA. If I was in the WNBA, I, which they all, which WNBA players are such act, activists, it's ridiculous. But to have that, such a platform like, like you know, Kyrie Irving platform to make that decision and say it out loud and be adamant about it it's very commendable as someone who is an NBA um, writer it does make it difficult for me to not have to watch the games and still get the the information so I can um, produce content but I'm 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 really torn on it because I I love the reason why people don't want to play I I love protest I love the fact that someone trying to create change and make a difference, I'm all for that. And then it's has my job to report to you guys on what's going on in the leagues. And to have, my other job is to write about it and write about games and write about what, what's going on. So I, I'm conflicted there, but I am 100% on the side of do what, make the changes that you need to make. And continue to use your platforms to make those changes. So I'm really proud of those young men for stepping up. I'm also proud of the young men that have gone uh, from the NBA all around the league who traveled to and from. Some of them went back to their hometown. Some of them just went outside and marched and protest with their communities and their local areas. And it's just amazing. I've seen um, Russell Westbrook outside. I've seen Daniel Lillard. I know LeBron did a lot of talking all the time. Um... Um, Steph Curry and his wife. I've seen several, several players. I know I'm not naming them all, but I've seen several players just step up and show that they are about change and they want things changed and they are for, like they're pushing for it. And I love it. I just love seeing unity in that that aspect. 
So the NBA also said that players will regularly be tested for COVID-19, which is good, which also caused a little bit of an issue because for some people who can't get testing, players getting it automatically would would piss them off because thinking about it, like when testing first came out, it was like you couldn't get tested. It was very hard to get tested and it was a whole thing. And it's just like, these players get to just have it for because they're celebrities, they're at their, you know, athletes, and they get to just ma- magically get these tests. But I think with tests becoming more and more regularly available, I think that does um, help the situation. But I do, I didn't know how I used to be a problem. People were feeling away about that. But when it comes to players and their safety and that are going to be playing, I think this is good because how quickly the virus spreads. It's very important to stay healthy and stay te- um, and do what you're supposed to do. So you can be able to do it, like produce on the court, and you can be able to be an asset to your team. And then, if a, te- a player tests is positive, that player must isolate themselves away from the team for 14 days and have done immediately. Because again, the, the way that this virus spreads, it's very quickly. So they will have within those 14 days, the virus will be able to one attack the body, two um, be killed with inside the body, so that the person can get healthy. And then they also gotta pass um, a cardiac test to return, because again, this virus um, does more than just attack your lungs, attacks all your, practically all your organs. As we keep learning more and more about the virus. It's a really rigorous virus. So I will say that it's been very helpful to continue to learn about it. I, I will keep bringing you guys with knowledge I keep getting about it because this is something you want to know because it can only it only gets worse. The virus doesn't get better. It gets worse. And, they also, and the NBA also noted that if leaving um, the bubble must quarantine for four to ten days depending on the reason for departure the bubble which will be in uh, uh, Orlando where they will be holding all the players at so let's say a player has to go home for emergency or something's going on they have to leave when they um when they return they have to they have to quarantine themselves for four to ten days because again we don't know what happened to you while you were gone so it's very important to keep Everybody is healthy as much as possible. So I do commend the NBA for putting together these rules and guidelines for the quarantine and for the um, to stop the spread of COVID nineteen amongst the players. Because again, like this virus, you're not going to be just sitting around and watching TV. You're going to be real sick. It's not going to be a fun experience. Like anyone that's been through has COVID has had has had COVID, they're going to tell you like, man, this is you know this is this wasn't a joke. Like, I know a few people who have had COVID. I also know a few people who have passed away from COVID. So I know how it it can be very, very rough for the body. And also, they're allowing the teams to have up to 37 personnel in, um, in Orlando. So that's your trainers. That's, um, you know, your still staff, the staff members to try to keep the guys in, in check and try to make sure they're okay. And again, the lower the number, the better. So they're trying to do as best the best they can to just keep our athletes safe. And I commend the NBA like that. I hope the NFL and the MLB and, and um, 
the Major League Soccer all do the same thing and all the other leagues, WNBA. I'm, I'm hoping WNBA comes back as well. I have hope. NBA is coming back in July. Pretty sure WNBA should be right around the corner. So I'm hope have hope hope there. All of speaking of NBA players, I wanted to give a super shout out. As you guys already know, Russell Westbrook's my favorite player right now in the league. Like that's my guy. I have to shout out also when he's doing stuff off the court. And Russ is producing a documentary. Um, about the, 19, the 1921 Tulsa riots, and I can't wait to see it because one, Russ is producing it, so I'm going already excited about it. But two, like the history behind the Tulsa riots and what happened in Tulsa is really important, which is why I'm I'm 100 tuned in for that. So let's talk a little bit about NFL and. I'm going to talk a very brief amount about NFL because I repeat word that Colin Kaepernick is getting a tryout with the Chargers, which is awesome. Like he did, like we all know that Colin Kaepernick was not a bad quarterback. How can you be a bad quarterback if you got your team to the Super Bowl? Okay, see, I mean you're not a bad quarterback, and we all know that he was clearly blackballed by the NFL. Again, we kind of saw that coming, especially when the NFL wasn't supporting his stance. Then we had Roger Goodell actually say, like, yeah, pretty much we did cap wrong. He was right. That's pretty much what he was saying. Like, he was like, yeah, I, I, um, I stand with the Black, um, Black Lives Matter movement and people tell he's wrong. I was like, isn't that everything that Cap said before? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand. But um, he's finally um, a char- the Chargers coach, who actually is an African-American man. Is bring gonna uh, bring Cap in for a tryout. So you know what? I'm here for that. I love that. That's exactly what um, I believe should happen in the start. But now the fact that he has a chance is what I'm all for. Again, that chance is not guaranteed on the team, but a chance. Before it was like a lot of like you know, dancing around for a chance, but now he actually has a chance, and I'm really excited about that. So again, Colin used his his NFL platform to stand up against police brutality towards um, people of color. That's what he stood, that's what he took a knee for. Again, if you didn't know that, you didn't want to know that, but now you know it again. So that's what he did. And for that, unfortunately, he lost his, his career. But now he has another chance. So look at God, guys. And look how things are slowly shifting and being right. So I am going to talk about the MLB. As you guys know, Baseball is not my strongest subject, but I am a diehard Yankees fan, and I will always ride with my Yankees, and that and they play, play baseball, so that means I just talk about it. So, we might not have baseball this year, which wouldn't have bothered me until I realized, again, I'm a diehard Yankees fan, and I love watching my Yankees, and I sometimes I go Kings my brother, and I just... That's an enjoyable time. If you have never been to a baseball game, you need to go to one because they are amazing and they're a lot of fun and it's like a really cool atmosphere. So I don't see why you wouldn't want to go. But then again, if you have, don't know anything about baseball, you actually don't even need anything about baseball. You just got to watch the game and you'll eventually pick up, pick it up. But the owners are not trying to make it work for them. Like baseball players, you know, most people know, they get paid a lot of money. And I'm, you know, 
So people out there, you want to pay the player to get a lot of money. So they, um, but the owners don't want to pay them. They, um, the owners, the owners believe they need more, they need more to pay the players their, um, their guaranteed salaries. And I'm just like, these players bring so much money to this, whatever cities they are in. And, and I know, especially I, only, I speak to New York personally because I'm from New York. Every, most New Yorkers know the Yankees and the Mets. There's pre, I don't, I don't, I think even little babies know Yankees and Mets. Yes, you know your, your baseball team, of course. You know your, your, sorry, your football team. You know your basketball team, but you know your baseball team. So these players deserve their money, especially when your when your team's actually really good. Like I just said, my Yankees are really good, so I know that um they definitely the players deserve it. But based on the coronavirus going, though we missed pretty much all spring training is gone. They um the owners don't believe they have enough games for to pay these guys their salaries. Players just want to say we'll we will play. They're like we'll play as many games we want, as many of y'all want for just our money. Which I get it. If I'm going to go to work, I want my money. Like, that's it. As simple as that. I'm not trying to fuss. I'm not trying to fight. If I go to work, I want my coins. So, again, I understand where they're coming from. I just feel like the owners are being very greedy because we need baseball right now. Because, again, we have, we do have some sports. We have some M&A going on and some boxing. But we don't have a sport that's unifying. And that is baseball. Baseball, football, basketball. And they're not they're not back yet, so it's kind of like we need this. We need the MLB to get, get together and get those guys on the field because you can social distance quite well in baseball because you're not up in anybody's face. You have a lot of space in between each other, so it's actually the I would say the, the perfect sport for um, for social distancing. So I don't know, guys. I'm hoping that that can change around, and I will keep you guys updated on that because again. That's not my strongest suit, but I'll keep you updated on what I keep hearing about the Major League Baseball. And as you guys also know, I've been covering this Korean baseball a lot lately because, again, that's the only baseball you can watch. So, again, if you do, so I'll press it again. If you're someone who loves baseball and if you can't watch right now because due to what's going on with the whole owners and players issue you still have the KBO and the KBO yes it does come on real early it come on like at 4 and 5 in the morning because again remember they are in um, Korea <laughs> so but you can always catch them at 2pm after um, usually uh, after first take on ESPN2 so first take the second time around on ESPN2 and I will say that they, the, actually, these teams and some of these games are actually very exciting. Once you all get, like, y'all have to get past the fact that, you know, there's stuffed animals and <laughs> little caricatures in there. That's just to try to make that lively for them. Like, imagine being in a baseball park where there's no noise. <laughs> that would be very uncomfortable. So, just, yeah, yeah, you have your announcer and everything, but, like, you have no one looking to stands for so you know sprinkle some like a little bit of joy in there so once you get past that kind of people like oh I don't want to see that I'm like you know what imagine if you're them (laughs) once you get past all that though you will probably enjoy a little bit 
but as it stands right now, the NC Dinos, they are the best team with the best record, which they um, have 26 wins and 11 losses in the KBO. They have been pretty much dominating most of this season, and I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. And they, in the next game, will be played against the Hanwha Eagles. I'm sure I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> Hanwha Eagles. So now will be at 5.30 tomorrow morning. So Friday morning at 5.30 a.m., you can catch the NC Dinos versus the Hanwha Eagles. And the Hanwha Eagles actually have the worst record in the KBO. They have nine wins and 30 losses. So that game might be a... It might be a blowout, but in baseball, you never know because someone can heat up at any point and uh, I can change the whole vibe of the game. So, guys, that's it for this episode. I am so thankful that you guys understood that I was under the weather on, t- on Tuesday and Wednesday, so I was really having problems recording. My throat was in a lot of pain. Not coronavirus related, but I was just not feeling too well, so... The fact that you guys were also patient, and I was so happy to have so many people texting me and, and DMing me, like, where's my V report? I was like, what? Okay, that's cool. I'm all for the whole, like, you know, you supposed to be on time. But I said, I did put out a memo saying I wasn't feeling good. So I really appreciate you guys for all your listening, listening, not views, just listening to my podcast and just being your guys' amazing selves. Please, please, please stay safe out there. Again, the coronavirus pandemic is not over. It's actually getting worse. And don't believe the people that say it's not real because yesterday's real. Those people are just, I have nothing to say. Like, I just don't understand how you can be this blind and think it's not real. But whatever. (laughs) So just please keep, you know, again, keep washing your hands frequently. Keep um, drinking fluids. Because like I told you all before, Fluids will save your life with the coronavirus. It pushes the virus down to your stomach acids, especially if you inhale it. So continue to um, drink um, lots of water. As you guys all know, my probiotic drink, I drink all the time. Probiotics, vitamin water, take your vitamin and take your vitamins. Take your vitamins and have your vitamin water. And continue to just cut your eyes covered. Keep wearing your mask. I don't understand why you... But people, not y'all, why most people don't wear their mask is the stupidest thing in the world to me because it actually does help. So yes, please wear your mask. And please, if you're going to, if you're going to be around people, please put your mask on. Like, don't be that person walking around people, especially ones that be by pet peeve, y'all. People that are walking outside, like, you know, like they little walks, they cough in the air with no mask on. And then they just be like, like, lollygagging about it. I'm like, yo, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> that drives me crazy, especially during this pandemic. So, please, if you guys are outside, make sure you wear your mask because someone else is probably not and they're going to be that person that's coughing and shouldn't try to walk towards you. So, you know, no. And if you're going to continue to protest, please keep protesting and keep it safe. I'm actually putting together a protest in Harlem. And if you guys aren't are able to be in New York, if you I know some of us are in New York, 
If you are available on Saturday, January 20th, between 1 and 5, this, um, the Enough is Enough March and Rally will be at 145th Street and um, across street with Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard. It's going to be um, hosted by the, the, the Design 9 chapters um, in New York. If you guys are available, please, please come out and march for march with um the divine nine chapters my um my home chapter will be a part of it so i definitely um would like love to see more people out there i am definitely very proud to be on this committee to put it together so again i am so blessed about working with each person i work with for that for this march and I'm so blessed that some people already confirmed they're coming out. But then, you know, people, I got to wait to see y'all show up. So, <laughs> they hear y'all show up, that'd be awesome. So, definitely continue to fight for social injustice and continue to be safe. And continue to just stay blessed out here. And, as always, you guys can find me on social media at Nora, N-O-R-A, underscore, Atish, N-A-T-I-S-H. And that is that on Twitter and Instagram. So, take care, everybody. Stay blessed. And I'll bring you guys more news next week. Bye.